Welcome to the Western Wavelength Podcast. This show introduces the innovative minds of the Western industry. We invite you to follow us on our Instagram page or go to our website at www.westernwavelength.com. Welcome to Season 2 of the Western Wavelength Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Miller. Hey guys, this is Jesse. I am pumped about today's episode. Today, I'm featuring Emily McCartney from Emily McCartney's Photography. It's actually a funny story how I originally started following Emily. One of my listeners, Tori Scantling, reached out to me uh, and said, Hey, like, I love listening to your podcast. Have you ever considered reaching out to Emily McCartney? And I was like, no, you know, and this was honestly at that point of of the growth of the podcast, this was the first time anyone had ever reached out to me with a suggestion for a guest. And so that was a very cool experience and uh, a definitely a cool way to connect with some of my listeners, you know, and it makes it real life that people are actually listening to what I'm saying and, and uh, you know, this is like a real platform. Uh, but it was awesome and I, I definitely want to have a huge shout out to Tori for suggesting this because I had so much fun meeting Emily and uh, getting to to sit down with her in Las Vegas. I really appreciate her taking the time out of of that busy, you know, promoting time. You know, being on a podcast can be really terrifying, especially with someone that you, you know, theoretically is a stranger. Give a shout out to to everyone who's done it and and encourage more people to reach out to me if there's someone that they think would be, you know, an, a good guest. Like, I'm totally open to to learning, uh, you know, about more people or or different, you know, uh, ideas. So feel free to message me on Instagram. I really like to have that, that kind of feedback from you guys. This is one of the most exciting episodes that I've ever recorded. I feel like it has just a really good connection between myself and Emily. That's definitely something that I, I still feel now, even though it's been several months since we recorded. I met up with Emily in Las Vegas. She had her booth in the South Point where she had some of her pieces featured. Emily is a Western lifestyle photographer, but more in the aspect of like an artist. And she is capturing the whole aspect of like the American West, Western lifestyle, and ranching as a whole. Sometimes I feel afraid that the American cowboy tradition is dying, and I know I'm not the only person in the world that feels that way. In these photos, I feel like Emily is, she's able to capture those moments in such a beautiful way. So not only can we appreciate the beauty of the photo, but also uh, she can represent the, the whole idea of it. You know, if someone from outside of the Western world looked at these photos, they would be able to appreciate the rawness of the people and and the beauty of the country, you know, of the United States, wherever these cowboys are. And uh, I think that 
is the coolest thing that she's doing in these photos right now. She is a great representative for Western lifestyle in the American West uh, and also, you know, for amazing photos. So when you look at her Instagram or on her website, you're looking at galleries of gorgeous photos that you want to print out and put on your wall. She is definitely looking to capture, you know, more than a thousand words per picture. One thing that I am really interested in her pieces is it's like she takes you back in time sometimes with some of these ranching photos. She is is honestly keeping that part of the American cowboy and like ranching cowboy alive. And they're, they're honestly beautiful photos with very interesting perspectives. And, and like I said, these photos are art. They are, uh, you know, once in a lifetime kind of photos. I love her aesthetic. She is capturing these amazing moments with these cowboys and cowgirls. And uh, it's, it's very cool. So make sure to go check out her galleries and purchase some of her pieces. Uh, I definitely need to do so myself. I have one in mind that I really like uh, that I think would look lovely in my kitchen. One other thing that I really uh, appreciated about Emily once I met her is she's just a regular person. Honestly, I after we st- you know hung out and chatted for a while, I feel like if Emily and I lived closer together, like we would get coffee on a regular basis. Uh, we had a lot of things in common. Uh, I think her general goal of some of these photos as well as my podcast really are cohesive. They, you know, they kind of run on the same mission. And another amazing thing that we do talk about in the podcast is she's working on a collaboration with Greeley Hatworks, which actually is just in my backyard. Greeley Hatworks is an outstanding company run by Trent Johnson. He is a very cool guy. I've met him several times, and we've actually talked about doing an episode, and I, w- I would love to do an episode with him, but he is like a mad hatter for real, and Emily is taking her art ability and helping collaborate on a couple pieces. Uh, if you go onto her Instagram or, again, her, her website, you'll get to see two of these pieces, and they're very cool hats. Like, uh, I, I haven't been huge on the trend of hats in the more recent, like, rodeo fashion, uh, stuff, but these, both of these hats I would 100% wear. The Yuma is a very cool, like, kind of Tucson tan hat with a feather that she's hand-sewn on it, and then the Runaway is a beautiful Kettleman's hat. It's definitely, like, a statement piece. Uh, that would pull together any denim outfit or really honestly any outfit. These are such a unique way. I've never seen this done on felt hats before. Um, And again, it's just like one more cool thing that she's doing. So she isn't limiting herself to one particular medium. She's definitely, you know, trying to branch out and do different things and Make sure to check out her website and purchase some of those items because they are very cool. Something that all of us as Western advocates should support. Welcome to season two. I'm really excited to, we are actually in South Point, Las Vegas, Vienna Bar. Um, what is this show technically called? This is the Cinch Western Gift Show okay. at the South Point. Excellent. We're literally in the middle of an alleyway right now. Tell us a little bit about your business. 
Well, I am a Western lifestyle photographer. I'm based out of Texas, um, but I am always on the road. I'm always traveling. So I started taking pictures when I was about, oh, 11 or 12. I started on my mom's camera, uh, the 4-H program, and it just kind of grew from there. And then in high school, I, uh, my parents bought me a real camera for my birthday, my 16th birthday, and I just really had a, a knack for it, and I really enjoyed it. And through college, that's what I helped uh, pay my college with, and uh, I graduated from college a year and a half ago, and I started full-time with my business, Emily McCartney Photography. So, like, it's kind of prompt. We were talking a little bit before the interview. But one of the things that really interested me about your Instagram page and your website is like how beautiful your, your pictures are. Like, they're they're stunning. Honestly. Thank you. I, I, I can't wait to have one in my house. <laughs> Thank you so much. In your perspective of photography, I would say that you're a, you're more of an artist than anything. Is is that the direction you're trying to kind of the aesthetic that you're going? Absolutely. And you just saying that is, is such a compliment to me. I definitely am working uh, towards being known as an artist and not just a photographer. I just think there's there's so much more in photography when you start viewing it as an art and not just a service. Excellent. And another thing that I notice here while we're sitting in your booth, where is your booth just in case anyone hears this soon? Yeah, y'all come over to aisle 1000. Um, like I said, at the Cinch Western Gift Show at the South Point Casino. You both are super cute. I like Thanks. the wood grain. That's so awesome. Thank you. Oh, and let me say, I'm in the booth with um, Elaine James, Handmade Bags. So we have worked together. She's a great friend of mine. And so we did this booth together. And she she did all the cool stuff with the booth. So all that credit goes to her. Oh, cool. But that, again, is like such a testament to like Western industry. You guys are in different, you know, niches, but you're going to collaborate and have, like, this awesome product here so people can experience it. And that's definitely something that's, like, very unique to the Western culture as a whole. And I think it kind of goes all across the board. So yeah. Really awesome. Thanks. Yeah. So, you, you mentioned you just recently graduated from college. Yeah. Since college is over, have you felt like there's been an interesting transition period? I know for myself, personally, I, I call it the transition period. <laughs> kind of like a real Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're, you're really on your own. You're doing it. You're still living on the ranch, though, correct? Yes. So I moved home to the ranch after college um, because I travel so much for my work, um, and I love being on the road. Um, I like to say um, I'm Texas-based, but I'm at home when I roam. So uh, you'll you'll see me you'll see me on the dirt roads all across the American West more unlikely than catch me at home. But um, yes, I moved back home to the ranch because that that is home to me, and that's where my family is. I'm the sixth generation of my family's ranch, and so that is really ingrained into who I am, and um, it's it's what I love. And so when I'm not traveling. I I want to be I want to be at the ranch and that's where my inspiration comes completely from nature. Um, that really is is where I draw my inspiration and that's how I refresh myself as an artist and that's something I really believe in is is keeping yourself refreshed and to really be able to pull your creativity and so being home at the ranch is where I'm able to do that. And so you guys are at the cattle ranch. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> so, yes, we raise commercial Angus Red Angus and uh, quarter horses. Team Red, okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm Team Red. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, lately I've been super busy and I haven't been able to cowboy much with the crew, but um, definitely what I grew up doing and I, I have a lot of fun with it. And um, in college I showed horses, um, ranch horses, cow horses, and that's something I'd like to pick up. Um, when I get this career thing figured out and I can find room for hobbies, I'd like to start that again. <laughs> One of the things I've touched with a lot of my guests on the show is the, like, the good and the bad about social media. And I, I'll be honest, one of the people that um, you know, got me onto your page and, and interested you was because of Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I have so much conflection about social media. I obviously use it. It's my platform. I use it all the time. But it's something I have to be aware of myself. It, it's kind of a demon on some First off, I agree with what you said. I feel that on a personal level. Um, I have such a love-hate relationship with Instagram, with social media in general. But I can't knock it too much because it has really been what's grown my business. And it's really gotten me out there. And as a photographer, it's such a great platform to share my images. And that's why I prefer it over other social media platforms because it is strictly for images and I don't have to say a whole lot. It's it's like a portfolio and that it really is my best portfolio because I'm constantly keeping it updated but it's definitely it is a demon. It's, it's hard not to get sucked in to the different pressures or uh, you know looking at other photographers pages and feeling you're not adequate or you know all those different things but at the same time if it's used correctly and you know how to manage it and know how to kind of keep your personal life and your business life separate in it I think it can be a great asset but it's definitely something I struggle with and I I when my photography really took off I knew I wanted my Instagram to be more about my images and the art and really just letting my images be a place of solace for people and not putting a lot of personal stuff on there uh, really just it being about the art and the authenticity of the ranching and western way of life because that that really is what I, I want to capture yeah and I, I feel the same way like it's it's definitely it's a free avenue for me to meet all these people that I've never met before and mm -hmm. so in my business it's been great because all of a sudden I can just DM a hundred people and they respond right. to me or they don't but then at the same time it is just this really interesting energy involving everything I similarly grew up kind of in a western background and like we didn't have service at my house so I'm not like a great <laughs> yeah. And so that's definitely been an adjustment for me. And I can see how you can get consumed with it, whether it's like you're following, like you're chasing followers or mm -hmm. whatever it is. So it is, it's a definitely a very interesting thing to kind of uh, evaluate for our generation. But again, like such an amazing avenue. It is. It is. Yeah, super cost effective. And I've met a lot of great people. I've made a lot of really cool clients from it. Um, I've gotten to travel to to states this year um, from people I strictly met. Off, you know, they found me off of Instagram. And actually, the, the lady I have my booth with, they found me on Instagram. And I went up there and, and did pictures for her and her husband built saddles. And I did a bunch of cool rodeo and ranch pictures for him. And now we're best of friends and so I mean as much as I get so frustrated with Instagram it's brought some really amazing people into my life and that's what's most important.
aside from your photography stuff, there is some cool things in the booth here. So tell us a little bit about the collaboration that you have. Okay, so I recently have done a partnership with Greeley Hatworks and I designed two hats for them and it's called the Runaway Yuma line. Um, so one hat's called the Runaway and one hat is called the Yuma. And that was a really neat process. I never thought that I would be doing something like that, but uh, Trent Johnson, the owner of Greeley, reached out to me and, and asked if I'd want to do that. And like I said, I want to be known as an artist, and that's what I, I feel that I am, and that's where my passion lies. And, I mean, consider it all art. It, it really is. And so um, I got to design two really neat hats and incorporate the Roadrunner feather in one of them, which the Roadrunner is my logo for my business, and then... The Roadrunner for your business. Yeah. Is, there, is that a sign for something? We'll come back to the greenhouse. Okay. So yeah. I definitely wanted to bring up about your, your logo. is very interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so growing up in Texas, in West Texas, the Southwest, we have Roadrunners everywhere, and... State bird. Oh, uh, New bird. Mexico State oh, bird. Yeah. Shoot. It's okay. I mean, I love New Mexico too, but I just, I've always seen them my whole life and they've always intrigued me since I was little. They've always just been, I was always kind of drawn to them and we'd be going down the dirt road and whether I was with my grandma or my mom or one of the cowboys that day, um, they would always say like if a, when a roadrunner would run across the road in front of our truck, um, they'd always say, oh, there goes roadrunner. That's good luck. And so I was always told that, like, when a roadrunner crosses your path, it's good luck. And for whatever reason, that always stuck with me. And um, also the, the color of their feathers, the hue of the blues has always intrigued me. And so when I started putting my business together and branding myself, I wanted to think of something different. I wanted to think of something that would set me apart and be different, but also be very true to myself. Because that is something that I strive to be in this, you know, in my personal life and in this um, photography business and art business is to be true and to be authentic because otherwise I, I just feel like I'd be doing a disfavor to myself and everyone else. So um, that's how the Roadrunner came along and I had some great friends um, help me design it and put it together in a graphic and it's it's special and I'm yeah, glad that it, other unique. people like it. it. Yeah, it definitely is eye-catching. I now know, well, it helped me find your book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, so, sorry, I interrupted oh. you in the middle of your Really yeah. So there is a roadrunner on the side of which one? On the Yuma. So okay. the Yuma is the yeah, cowboy hat. Yeah. And um, it's just a subtle roadrunner feather and it's embroidered on. It's hand embroidered there in Grayley, Colorado at their store or at their um, shop. And so that's kind of a testament back to my brand, but also just something unique. Um, and then the other one is the runaway and it's a short brim hat, it's a fashion hat. And it is embroidered with yucca, and that's just kind of, I grew up around yucca. It's always been one of my favorite plants, and it's definitely a southwest and um, western plant. And um, it's, it's unique, too, because, you know, floral is really common, floral embroidery, but I want to do something that spoke more to um, my heritage. Totally, yeah. And, the, and just so you guys know, these hats are beautiful. I'll make sure to share your posts. Thanks. That's cool with you. Yes, please do. Um, just so you guys can see them and how awesome these hats really are. Like, I totally would wear each of them. <laughs> yes. Um, and especially.
especially at an event like this, you need something that's unique. Personally, I'm not too like super loud, but I definitely want something that people are like that's too bad. So, yes, that's what I was going for because I'm not a super crazy person. Like I'm not like into fashion. I just kind of do my own thing, but I. I love to be set apart. That's just, yeah. I've kind of always been like that. And so, especially on the Yuma, which is the wide brim cowboy hat, um, I, you know, like I said, I grew up on a ranch. Like, I work, I show, and I don't want anything flashy. It needs to be functional. And so that's what, it's first and foremost a really quality hat. And then it has a little flair to it. But it's not anything that's going to be distracting or, you know, dumb to have out in the pasture. And yeah. so that was kind of tried to apply all that to my design with Greeley Hatworks. Cool, yeah. So definitely check out that collab. I know it's available on your website mm-hmm. and also with some of his social media. Yes. Also. So check those hats out. Kind of switching gears here. Sure. So with all these different things that you're doing in your business, plus working at home, that's a whole nother job that, you know, sometimes we forget that that's the main job. But what do you do for self-care? You said you don't have a ton of time for hobbies, but what is something that you catch yourself, like if you're stressed out or something, that you do to kind of like separate yourself or, you know, kind of just chill out by yourself? Is, is, is your protagonist stuff kind of a balance of that? Or is it is. Better? I would say it's a mix. Um, I I do think self-care is super important, especially as a creator, as an artist, because if you suck yourself dry, you're just, you're not going to produce what you know you're capable of. And first of all, that's going to be frustrating to you because you know, you know, you're just going to feel like something's not right. I just don't have it. I'm not feeling it. I don't, I don't feel creative. And there's nothing more frustrating to an artist than having that uh, feeling. And then also, you know, you have clients that see these great images and they have expectations. And if you can't fulfill that, you know, that can be yeah, dangerous. Point, yeah. And so I think that's just something to keep in mind. And so, like I said, that's kind of why I chose to come back and live on the ranch. And so when I do have my downtime, that's where I want to be. I, I like the wide open spaces. I don't want to be in town. I just, I want to go work horses. I want to go take walks with my dog. I want to go hunting with my brothers. Like that to me, just kind of getting back to the root of who I am and, and not answering emails and not getting on Instagram and, and just kind of checking out and doing those things that I grew up doing and that I love being outdoors. And um, that's really what keeps me going. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. And then I think with the, I've, I've been involved with a couple of different like Western organizations and recently I've learned that self-care is something that the Western industry kind of has a hard time talking about. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're supposed to be tough. You Absolutely. Know? And so that's definitely something I've been talking with I guess to just kind of make sure, you know, what are you doing for self care? And somebody's like, oh, I work out, or I cook for my family, or something, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is. So I do think it's interesting everyone's perspective yeah. on that. Well, and just more on that, um, you know, like I said, I come from the sixth generation of um, working ranch family, and that's not an easy lifestyle. And oh, I definitely, yeah. I didn't grow up in a family that did a lot of self care or took a lot of time, you know, like, we didn't take family vacations. That wasn't a thing. And I that, that's normal life for me. But I've kind of, you know, I've, as I've come into an adult and created my own career and I'm not working full time at the ranch anymore, um, I have to be like, it's okay, Emily, it's okay. You know, you edited pictures till 2 in the morning. You can sleep in a little bit. Like, it's yeah. okay. Like, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be up selling your horse. Like, it's okay. You're not doing that right now because it's just... Like you said, our way of life, like, you're tough, 
you work all day, sun up, sun down, and that's just that's what we know. And so that has been um, something I I just had to value as important. And once I set that up there as a priority, because I know that that truly makes a difference in the product that I create for my clients, then I can I can take that more seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. fine. And I also, um, you know, not everyone gets it either. They don't understand why I need to go take a walk. They're like, why? Like, you have stuff to do. I'm like, that's that's why I need to walk because I have so much to do. Yeah. <laughs> I need, me and my dog yeah. need to go like yeah. have a moment. Okay. So, and that's what you're just going to have to be okay. You know, not everyone's an artist. Not everyone is wired like we are. Not everyone, you know, has, it's not a priority for them. And that's great. That's awesome. And just, like I said, being true to yourself and being like, I'm really stressed. I have a lot of anxiety. I need to go, I need to go ride my horse for an hour. Yeah, and then come back and being like everyone else, you know, my, you know, my buddy, my brother, my dad, he might not think he might not get why I have to do that, but I know that's what I need and that's what I need to do. So I would encourage all creatives and artists and anyone that feels like they need to do that. That is, that's important. Yeah, no, I totally relate to that too because I have like a lot of structure in my life. So I sometimes float in between like being like very black and white, like thought process to, I definitely am a creator. Mm-hmm. music and those podcasts and different projects that I kind of like get in like I'm a creative mind with structure no that's, I, that's I, awesome I need, like you said that 15 minute walk mm-hmm. you know an hour to ride my horse will help me feel yep so, excellent cool is there anything else that you would like the listeners to just know about you or your business or your family anything that's going on oh I don't know um I just I feel really blessed to be able to do what I love. I I've known I've wanted to do this since I was young, and to see it come to fruition and to be here at a at a booth at Vegas during the NFR. I mean, I never thought this would happen. I mean, I still view myself as like that 16 year old girl with a used camera, and so it's sometimes I have to like do a reality check and like wow, like people know who I am. People want my art in their home. Like this is crazy um, and just kind of reevaluate and give my like okay Emily you know you're doing good you're doing okay like keep rolling but I feel really fortunate to be able to do this and you know I, I don't really feel like I work a day in my life because I love what I'm doing and I know not everyone has that opportunity so I don't take it for granted my Instagram is at E underscore McCart, so short for Emily McCartney. Or if you type in Emily McCartney Photography, I'm pretty sure it'll come up, but it's at E underscore McCart. And then I have Facebook, Emily McCartney Photography, and my website, Emily McCartney Photography.com. Yep, it's, you know, any of that, a lot of it, it shoots me an email, and that's great, or shoot me a DM on Instagram, whatever, I want to chat with you, I want to talk to you, you know, and I know there's a lot of young photographers out there, and I'm happy to, to help anyone or answer any questions, because I was, I was that girl not long ago, and I've had a lot of mentors in my life uh, really help me, and I will forever be grateful for that, and I just hope I can do the same for some some young people or and not even young people but just people in this industry or 
whatever. I mean, the way I like to say it, we're all just trying to make it. And if I can help somebody else along, I'm happy to do so. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Western Wavelength Podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe to wherever you're listening to the podcast. This last season, I'm getting huge analytics, which is amazing. I cannot thank all of you enough for listening to the podcast, but it definitely helps me out if you can, you know, leave a comment, rate, like, share, whatever you do. Tell your brother or your sister, neighbor, coworker, whoever, share. Uh, and I really appreciate that. And stay tuned for more.